Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Heidi Ho, neighbor Joe. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay, we are here. Hello. Hi. How's everyone doing? My name is Emily. And I'm Sydney. And this is Wanna Match Podcast. The podcast where we come together each week, tell you about a topic we researched, and we match. Um, let's start the pod today by shouting out our social media. Oh, yeah. Um, so we are at Wanna Match Pod on everything. We now have a Facebook page that was finished today. Yeah. Um, long time coming on that, but I just had to switch it over from a former podcast and it's done. So go give us a like. A lot of shit's going to go up on there too. Yeah. We love Facebook. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Scrolling through Facebook is a, is a Past pleasure time. of mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, uh, give us a rate. Review on, and subscribe. Yeah, Apple and Spotify podcast. Okay, so we start every podcast off with a rose and a bud. Best part of our day, something we're <laughs> looking forward to. Yep. All right. Um, my rose today is that I love doing this podcast with you, Emily. Yeah, Sydney sent me the nicest message, and maybe I'll post it on the thing. But it was it was very sweet, it, um, and it really helped me get through today <laughs> well just like i don't know we always do these like behind the scenes moment but like we're so this is podmas also hello welcome to podmas mary podmas yeah mary podmas episode four yes so that has been and i'm in a class this is a very busy time of year for you know finals week emily is a very busy time of year because a lot of social media and marketing stuff is happening for christmas and this is just another thing that we really added to our plate, and now we knew it was going to be hard, but... We're reaping what we sowed, to say, sowed recently. Sowed. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we, we are reaping what we planted the seed of. Yeah, we right seeded, now. and now we're fucking working. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's hard. A, it is hard, but we're getting a lot of... Um, when we listen to the product, at least, in my... And you said this in your text, yeah. so I'm speaking for you, too. But when we listen to the product, it's, like, something that we're really proud of, and we're proud to put it online. So that makes the hard work and, like, us staying up and us, you know, like, having these long hours of doing this worth it. Yeah. it. it I really enjoy this process, and I think sometimes that can get lost when you're, like, grinding Mm -hmm. is, like, really just sitting and realizing that, like, what we're doing is really, first of all, fun. Like, I love spending time with you. I love recording. I love researching. Like, I'm a nerd. I love matching. I love matching. That's my favorite fucking activity to do with you. (laughs) And I, like, love editing. Like, I went to sit down and edit an episode today, and I started listening, and I was like, wow, like, I actually love, like, I love the product we're putting out. Oh. So, that's my rose. Okay, I love that. That's really nice. Um, My rose is that... Um, kind of goes hand in hand, but today, um, we both separately, like, went to different places and just sat and worked for, like, hours upon hours, and I was with our friend Evan, and he's actually coming into both of my rows and my bud today, but... <laughs> he's always fucking I on know, the pod. But he is, um, we sat down and mapped out the rest of my Podmas episodes. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. So, I have, like, a 
an outline of mine. Yeah, and he I, was like just spouting off. I'm like, okay, I know. I um, this is another shout out to our manager at work, Justin. But every <laughs> fucking time I work with him, I'm like, Justin, I need a podcast idea. <laughs> um, and he's been so helpful too. I think like I always get stuck in my own head because I yeah. just start thinking like, is it going to be good? Is it is there going to be enough to research? Like whatever. And I think people outside don't think about those things, and so they actually come up with like really good fucking ideas. Well, and like. Evan was was the ones that he was helping me with was like we're very obscure but stuff that like are relatable you know like yeah like everyone experiences the holiday season differently and so he was like he was just rattling off stuff that I would never have thought of yeah and same. so it was good to get that perspective today and it made me it definitely took a lot of weight off my shoulders I think yeah definitely I think that's always such a good thing and I am not against crowdsourcing on this fucking oh absolutely thing. not use your resources yeah always use your fucking resources. always if they want to give me pot ideas <laughs> go ahead keep them coming you know um but yeah so we have some exciting stuff coming up it sounds yeah. like that so gonna be good. that he's also part of my bud which is um today we shot some content but um I'll link him in the um in the show notes but he runs an account and he's doing like 12 days of christmas looks yeah it's like a fashion account which yeah he has like a, a very fashion yeah he has such a cool style and he's very into thrifting which i is really cool like yeah he, every time he comes over i'm like evan i love your outfit and yeah. i'm not even lying like i truly love it yeah and he and next or like next time we get together we're both shooting for both of our accounts, and I think that we both, when we do that, like, churn out some really creative ideas, so I'm looking forward to working on that and, like, actually getting some good content. Not that my content for the holidays hasn't been good, but just, like, getting some more content that I can post because I have a lot of words to say, and I don't have the pictures to go with them. Yeah, I think... um I'm more of a creative type, like, on paper, like, with yeah, my words too. and with, you know, like, doing this research and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I think Evan is really good because he's such a visual person that when you get him together to, like, take pictures, you guys always, like, make some really cool stuff. Yeah, and, we, yeah, we were just talking about that today. Like, we're kind of, like, the yang to each other's yang of, like, I am there for, like, all, like, the caption planning and, like, yeah. all of that. But he, like, has a visual that just kind of comes to life so it's kind of cool yeah that's I, but yeah that's great i love that um i don't fuck mm, i have a bunch of buds that are like far away so i like want to save those for later episodes but oh um tomorrow oh yeah okay so tomorrow okay my in bud, real time in real time <laughs> Today was one of our other friends, Taylor F.'s birthday. Shout out. Shout out, Taylor. Happy I love birthday. you. Um, and she has never been to Olive Garden. Yeah, fuck. What? <laughs> Which, if you knew anything about me and Emily, we are from the Midwest, so we love Olive Garden. <laughs> Carbs. We love cheese. We love yes. dairy. Um, and so we're taking her to Olive Garden tomorrow, and I'm excited to get fucking wine drunk at Olive Garden and yes. eat a bunch of salad. No, me too. I am so, so excited about that. Yeah. So that's my bud. Well, Okay. Awesome. And it's been way too long since we've been to Olive Garden. I have not been to Olive Garden, I was just thinking about today, in probably, like, three years. I think the last... Well, I went with my family, but the last time that I went as, like, a social gathering, I think, was with you. No. Okay, perfect. (laughs) We have never been to Olive Garden together. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. So, on that note, you want to match? (laughs) Wait, we have to tell them our topics, dude. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm just, like, so red. I God. Okay. Okay. Um, It's really late at night when we're recording this, so we're going to go kind of fast. But, okay, it's Podmas. We're doing pod winter holiday Christmas theme. <laughs> yeah. We're doing Podmas themed ones, yeah. okay? Um, so, my topic this week is 
reindeer. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. That's a really good one. I Thank that's you. not on my list, and that's good. Well, you know, whenever I do an animal, I get so excited. Yeah, you and get I am like, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is no exception. Okay, mine is I don't know. We're gonna have like a full conversation about mine because um there are some parts of mine I don't like that I not like don't like that I did, but like there are parts of mine that are kind of controversial. Yeah, that was mine yesterday. Yeah, that we that we will need to chat chit chat about. about. But it'll be good. We can like wrap our brains around it. But I'm doing center claws. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Like, because I did it like it's in the St. Nick's Day story. Yeah. But I, like, really wanted to dive into the Cedar Claws. Okay, hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, Emily, do you want to go match? Let's match, Sid. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, it's me, Emily. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Oh my god, if we didn't podcast with um headphones on, that'd be weird. I was just fixing my hair, everybody. Or yeah. My ASMR folk. And we have cool Beats headphones on. Yeah, both and of us I do. want everyone here to just know that. Like, mm-hmm. that feels like it's an important part of the experience. Mm-hmm. And we have two MacBooks, MacBooks. pointing at us as well. I, what I'm saying is we're fucking rich. Yeah, we are so rich. I'm going to take a video of this. <laughs> okay, Sydney, wh- what are we talking about today? We are talking about reindeer, Sinterklaas, and how rich we are <laughs> on today's episode. Look at how rich. <laughs> She's doing the how rich thing. Oh, I forgot we were still recording. <laughs> I thought you were just recording with your phone. <laughs> no, that's Wait, still- that's on this. Yeah. Wow, that's it's so fully funny. on this. <laughs> it's like fully already on this. <laughs> I thought, I don't know. What oh, I no. All right. I'm hot, kind of. Take off your top. No. <laughs> Okay, I'm so ready, but I'm, like, gonna sweat the whole time is what I'm saying. Do you want to crack the window? No, it's gonna be too loud. Oh, bro, you're right. (laughs) Okay, well, let's go Speedy Gonzalez. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard you say that. I don't think I've ever said that. Okay, (laughs) Okay, nice. Okay. Okay, we're gonna learn about reindeer. I love it. Me too. They are real. They're real. Okay. They are. I just think God damn it. She's going to be skeptic this whole time that they're even fucking real. They are real. We'll talk about it. Okay. Why? Okay. Because. Yeah. Yeah. This is your whole topic and I'm already questioning it. We're questioning the fucking title page. (laughs) And it's just a fucking animal. It's not a hoax. Okay. Okay. So. That's a reindeer. Uh, They're literally so cute. They look like elks, kind of. They. Yes. They do. Because. Reindeer are also known as caribou. Oh. They are the exact same species. Oh, really? Yeah. So they do exist. Oh, have you seen Polar Express where he goes, a caribou? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I imagine right yeah, there. They're so cute, you guys. That was the best. The <laughs> best. Whoa. Okay. I just did the best thing of that guy and you didn't say anything about it. Because I hate the Polar Express. 
Oh my god, we're gonna get canceled. I I can I get canceled every episode, but because you I, say weird movies, you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Avengers. I don't like them, and I don't like Polar Express. Everyone. Okay. Well. Okay. So okay. Goes, I care Yeah, I know. I I know. I just don't like it. I hate that movie. <laughs> it's scary. It is a little scary. Why are they all so fucking freaky? Yeah, they're all a little weird. Yeah. They didn't need to do that doll part. No. Yeah. That was seriously what I was like, huh. Yeah. They didn't need to do any of it. It shouldn't have been made. <laughs> okay, chill out. Okay. <laughs> so reindeer are also caribou. Um, so in North America, they're called caribou. Oh. And in Europe, Eurasia, they are usually referred, okay, referred to as reindeer and like, some sources even said that, like, reindeer only refers to the domesticated version of, an, oh. of a caribou. Oh, no. um, oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen one of these in the wild. Really? No. <laughs> I fully have I not. was like, yeah, I don't think you have. I, I, I've seen them at the zoo. They you said, the zoo. really? Really? Because I fucking knew it. You were lying. Okay. They belong to the family um, Cervidae. Oh. Which means they are deer, like true deer. Yeah. So elk, deer, moose, caribou, all in the same family. Okay. They do look like cousins. They are cousins. I think they're the cutest ones, though. Yeah, they are they're definitely. They're so cute. Their nose is so cute. It kind of looks like a cow. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cow and a deer mix, which those are two very cute animals. Yeah, just babies. They're babies. <laughs> they have baby faces. Yeah, they do. Like, I just want to go, ooh, they're yeah, baby. Yeah, their big nose is what I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> um, so they're the only member of the genus Rangifer. Okay. So they're the only mem they're the only Yep, you said that. The- <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of how I want to say it. Like, like nobody else is in that genus. I don't really get that though. What is so that? So it goes that's just taxonomy. Like it's how things are related. Yeah, I know. But so, what else is it? Like, give me an example of a genus for those. Like, if let's say one listener did not really understand what a genus was. <laughs> yeah, a stupid idiot. Yeah, a <laughs> that's stupid, definitely not you. A stupid idiot loser listener <laughs> doesn't know what a genus is. So explain. Um, okay, so there's the seven. Oh yeah, yeah. Taxonomic terms. And once f- they go from big to little. Yes. So the most specific way you can classify an animal is by its subspecies. Okay. The least specific way is by its kingdom, I believe. Okay. That's probably wrong. I don't know. I don't remember the exact hierarchy. But the ones that are, like, really important um, yeah. are, like, the last couple. Because that's how you get the most specific. Right. So a, a, geni- a family is bigger than a genus. Yeah. So they're in the Cervidae family. Oh. But once you get out of that family, there's nothing more closely related to them than, like, an elk or a deer. Oh, okay. But. They have no subspecies. No, they do. So they don't have a gene. <laughs> they don't have anyone else in their genus. So that means they're, like, kind of unique animals. Okay. 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 Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But there are seven, so the, so you have family, yeah. then you have genus, then you have species, then you have subspecies. Okay. So there's one species in that genus, so that means they're the only, like, so the name, their, like, yeah. Latin taxonomic name is Rangifer tarandus. Tar- okay. But there is no other Rangifers. They're oh. the only Rangifer, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. But the other cool thing is that there are seven subspecies. Oh, wow. So, 
they're all Rangifer Tarandis, but there's Rangifer Tarandis and then like another name. Yeah. Because it's even more specific. So this is like if you do like a bear, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like a black bear, a brown bear. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't know specifically about their taxonomic okay. structure. Like, I don't know how closely all of those are even related, but okay, yeah. But that, that would be like, like species of cats. It, okay, I'm gonna do it with species of dogs. Okay, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna relate it back to the um, AKC dog show because I was just watching that on Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah. But you know how they have like the groups. Yeah, like they have the working, the herding group, yeah. the working. Oh group. yeah, yeah. So that is like a family. Yeah. Then, if you were to, like... Okay, so, okay. The family is, like, big dog or small dog. Yeah. A genus would be, like, their group. Yeah. And then your species is, like, what breed you are. Yeah. The subspecies would be, like, you know how they classify dogs by different colors? Yeah. So, like, a subspecies would be, like, a yellow lab, a black lab, and a brown. Oh, okay. Not... That's not a total connection, but that's a good way to think about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's just synonymous. Yeah. Um... So they don't have any, they're like a golden retriever. Yeah. Instead of a lap. They don't have any other like. Oh, cute. Yeah. But they have seven. Yeah. Crazy. The cats are being really crazy outside. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's their witching hour. Yeah. Um, it literally is. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So subspecies are really cool because they're normally differentiated by like the locations that they live. And that's how it is for mm-hmm. this. Um, like Darwin's finches, that's kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a good example of how subspecies can, like, be really different, even though they're the same literal right. species. Um, so that just shows there's a lot of, like, phenotypic variation in these animals, which is cool. And it's based off the location that they live. So their locations that they live, like, drive their adaptations, which yeah. I think is really interesting. You, when you have, when you're chonged and you talk about science, you're so excited, but you you speak in these words sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> and I have to sit there and think about what phenotypic means yeah, for sorry. much longer than <laughs> your sentence goes on. Yeah, sorry. No, phenotyp- your phenotype is like... Yeah, I know what it means, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but I just was like... Okay. okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, no, sorry. no, no, it's not a bad thing. I'm saying that, like, you get so excited talking about science when you're young and it's so fun. I do. I love it's like science. like everyone else is fucking astronomy. Yeah, I love or it. Or astrology. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> she still doesn't know. It's astronomy. <laughs> Throwback to episode six. Wait. It's been 10 episodes. Okay. Episode. Is it literally astronomy or astrology? It's astronomy. You like, took astronomy. I know, dude. I meant astrology then. Oh, so you were talking. I didn't really understand what yeah, you were saying. Yeah, but I said astronomy, so yeah, I so still don't know. Still must- <laughs> okay. So okay. sorry. Anyway, sorry. So basically what I'm trying to say is it's really cool because where they live has affected them so much that it's broken them into these subspecies. Yeah. So uh, huh. a caribou from Canada is really different from a caribou in Asia. Yeah. Which is cool. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> so caribou in North America are all wild animals. Uh-huh. Um, But reindeer in Eurasia have been domesticated for at least 2,000 years. So they're herding animals. Oh. So they use them for, like, milk, and they use them for... Um, pelts and their meat and they also use them to like pull things around like sleighs oh cute so that's our first connection to christmas they do pull sleighs in like russia and stuff i would like to ride a caribou sleigh is that oh me too we is should that do okay that. i think so 
They're it's like, like a, it's like a horse drawn. They're a of. domesticated animal. Like, look at how it's smiling. That I know it's so cute. That's like their whole job is to. Yeah. Do that. So that. So that. Okay. Yes, yeah, so they're a domesticated animal. So like. Okay. Like, so it's okay that it's not like an elephant. Right. We can ride it like a whole like like horses like don't mind if you ride them like they don't <laughs> care if they're pulling you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the same thing. We get to the psychology of fucking <laughs> Asian caribou. <laughs> That's what this episode's about. <laughs> anyway, no. So, these are just some fast facts. We're just doing basic caribou facts yeah, first. It. In Eurasia, there are one million wild reindeer and uh, almost three million domesticated reindeer. Holy fuck. They're everywhere. Yes. During the summer, herders... During the spring and summer... Uh-huh. Um, herders will use boats to direct oh. reindeer to offshore islands for grazing. Kind of like in Scotland with the sheep. Yeah. Let me see this. Oh, sorry. We This is their habitat. So they have something else really cool about their habitat. It's a circumpolar habitat, which means that it is around the equator. So it's in a, like a circle. Or not the equator, the North Pole. Sorry. So they have a circular habitat around the North Pole, which is kind of cool. Cute. Because that is the tundra. So what they live- smart little evolutionary babies yeah they're cute yeah it's because they live in like a colder climate and that's where that climate is so um this other graph is it's just showing like caribou are all in north america reindeer are all in asia and um europe yeah yeah so these are the boats this next picture is the boats so that's a little hard to see but there's all these caribou in the water and they're literally herding them with the boat to get to the island and that they all just go. It's so fun. Yeah. You guys go look at the show notes. I am literally inside this picture. I'm in the boat right now. Yeah. They and those are like their domesticated animals? Yeah. They're domesticated, so they're herd they like go and they graze and then they use them for milking and their oh. pelts and stuff. That's so cute. And it's like certain there are so that used to be more of an ancient practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are still certain like large um groups of people who still do this, like native russian populations they're like in a it's like a tribe almost like oh my god they're called like the sami people that's like they this is what they do they herd reindeer that's so cool yeah and so smart yeah so they're probably really good swimmers i I don't know if they're swimming or if they're um just not touching the ground like if the water's just not deep if, if they are touching the ground. <laughs> like, if they're swimming or just floating around. <laughs> <laughs> they just float. I don't know if they're swimming or if they're touching the ground. Like, walking. Walking. Um, so, there are two, like, groups of caribou. Some of them, um, they're called forest reindeer, live mm-hmm. in the, like, same habitat all year round. They live in just, like, the foresty parts of where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, in packs 16 to 13 in size. So, 16 to 13 of them at once live in a pack. Uh-huh. So that's kind of small. Yeah. Um, they have were believed to evolve from the tundra subtype 3.6 to 2.6 million years ago. Oh, okay. So a very long time ago. Those are like the big boys that are in Ice Age. We have to watch yes. Ice Age. Evan and I tried to sit down and watch Ice Age. We both fell asleep. I think that, yeah, that sounds right to me. No offense. <laughs> I, that movie's good. It's just not one of my faves. But we were also, it was late, late, late yeah. Yeah. Um, so the tundra species live in the same smaller groups through the fall and winter. They live in the forest with the forest ones. Mm -hmm. Then this group, they all come together in the spring and do a mass migration to the tundra region for, like, breeding. Cute, smarty Um, little babies. So when they're in the tundra, their pack size can reach up to half a million. Holy fuck. So they, like, all converge into this one place, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, And that can cover, they can cover over 5,000 miles in a year. 
the migrating ones. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about the adaptations, which you know I love an adaptation. (laughs) I think they're so exciting. Um, So now, and I'm going to connect all these adaptations to why they are perfect to pull Santa's sleigh. (laughs) Perfect. You're so... You have such a scientific (laughs) method going on here. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So... A lot of reindeer adaptations are to survive in the tundra climate, um, but they also make them perfect to be Santa's helpers. That's my little mm-hmm. intro. First, we need to clear something up. Okay. I have a bone to pick. All the reindeers, all reindeer, male and female, have antlers. They okay. just get them at different times of the year. Yes. The males get their antlers during the breeding season in the spring and summer, and the females get theirs at the end of the spring. So it's and ladies. the... Fall and winter. So, ladies, ladies are pulling Santa's sleigh. Yeah, Vixen is a lady. Donner, lady. Is it Vixen? Yeah. yeah are, there's eight of them. Yeah. Um, I said hashtag boss babes. I- <laughs> <laughs> hashtag boss babes, and um, I almost matched with someone on Tinder named Vixen, but it was a V-I-C-S-U-N. Like a male? Yes. Vixen. I don't think I would name my son that. But if I called them Vixen, I could only see that. Like, a, and I always thought Vixen was a girl anyway. Really? Like, I thought Dancer and Prancer and Vixen were all girls. And probably... Donner and Blitzen. Donner and Blitzen are definitely boys. Yeah. For sure. Prancer they, like, never the have lost their horns. Yeah. Like, their balls never dropped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, next, let's talk about their hooves. So, we all know the classic song, Up on the Housetop, Reindeer mm-hmm. Paws, da, 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 down mm-hmm. through the chimney with lots of toys. Oh, and then it goes, click, 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 yeah, down through the chimney with all good Satan. Yeah. Um, so, reindeer's hooves actually click. Why? Yeah, because when they walk. Like, Why? And I always like a horse? Was, I always thought that's what it meant. Yeah. But it actually describes a phenomenon that happens when the tendons in the reindeer's um, hooves slide over the bone while they walk, and it makes a clicking sound. Like when you sit and your knees, like, click. Do yours do that? Yeah. Yeah. If you played, like, sports, usually your knees will click. <laughs> um, so. So they actually click not because of the hooves, but because of, like, It's not like the bottom legs. of their hooves making the noise. It's, like, the... Their leg, yeah. Yeah, their leg joint. So it is believed that this evolved so that they could hear where their group members were in foggy, dark conditions. Oh, my God. And also, the bigger the L, the caribou, the louder, the bigger their hooves, which means they're louder the click. So they think that that also, like, denotes um, hierarchy within their, like, packs. Oh. So the big clicker is the leader of the pack. Big dick energy. Yeah, big, big boy. Yeah. Um, But it's a girl. Or at that That's, at, at Santa's that. house, it's yeah. a girl. But, but in the fucking wild, it's all of them together. Yeah, and the guys are getting there. The guys are the ones getting. Well, I'm saying <laughs> I like, just said something so raunchy. <laughs> well, the guys are the ones when they all come together in that like big ass one in the spring and the summer. That's all the guys have have the, the antlers. antlers. Yeah. So now. So their hooves do click, so that's perfect. It matches up with the song. Right that is there. perfect. I love that. So now let's talk about the nose. Yeah. Reindeer's noses are highly vascularized. Um, they have a lot of blood flow, mm-hmm. which often does does give them a red appearance like Rudolph. Look at their nose. Oh, no way. <laughs> it's like red. Cute. I think that picture kind of looks like Jupiter. 
It does kind of look like <laughs> And Jupiter. I was with Sullivan today when I was making the PowerPoint, and he was like, is that Jupiter? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like my cat. Maybe we'll put a side-by-side yeah. side on the <laughs> Instagram or something. Um, so the reason that this happens is, first of all, so it stays warm like yeah. in the extreme cold. Second, as air enters their nose, it gets heated by the blood flow. This allows it to be a warmer temperature when it enters their lungs, making it easier for them to, like, metabolize and save energy. So it was red for a reason. Rudolph yeah. was, like, more evolutionary sound. Yes. Okay. I always um, knew it. This is the cooler part to me. As they're blowing out, mm-hmm. the air cools back down before it leaves the nose. So it leaves the nose at, like, 70 degrees instead of, like, 100 and Why? so it so you know how when we breathe out in cold air it comes out as a um yeah vapor yeah because of the condensation because our air yeah. is our breath is so hot it's condensing in the yeah. cold air so reindeers does not have that when they breathe out it doesn't show the puff of okay. vapor and so I like it doesn't freeze on their face like you know when you walk outside and you get like icicles uh-huh. like on your nose and shit uh-huh. like they don't have that. Oh my god! What? Ah. Yeah, and it also helps their metabolism yeah. to like be expelling cold air for some reason. I don't fucking know. Even though they have noses that glow, mm-hmm. that's not what guides Santa's sleigh. You want to know what guides Santa's sleigh? What reindeer can see in UV can see UV light rays. They can no see way. ultraviolet. They can see the ultraviolet light spectrum. Also, that would be fucking weird. Yes. And it's because of where they live. Um, mm-hmm. There are portions of their year where um, the sun is up for 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. like for a straight day, like 16, 18 straight days. Mm-hmm. And there's also times a year when the sun does not rise at yeah. all for like 24 straight hours. So the UV light, like waves help them see in the dark. Like being able to see that helps them see in like dark Oh, time. yeah. Also, their eyes actually change color during each time of year. So in the spring and summer, they're this brown color because there's that more is a light. Scary picture. It is kind of scary. I know. Um, yeah, that one's really scary. Like it's freaking me out. Okay, well, can I just explain it? Is that that's not a real caribou? Yeah, that's real. That's a real picture of how their eyes change over the seasons. Why is it not bulging out like that one is? Well, it's not the same caribou, and it's from a different angle. It's just to show the difference it's in really color. Scary. I can't okay, it. fine. <laughs> we'll go back to the cute one. Um, in the summer, they're a golden brown, uh-huh. and they function exactly like normal eyes. Um, and in the winter, they change to be this blue color, which makes them more sensitive to. Um, it makes them more like visually sensitive, so they can see in the dark. Oh my like God. their eyes are kind of working overtime. Yeah. Um, and this helps them detect food underneath the snow. And predators in, like, the white landscape in the dark. Oh, my God. Yeah. Smarky babies. Yeah, so they could see on Christmas, guys. They can see where they're going because they have special eyes. Also, reindeer have been known to forage and consume hallucinogenic mushrooms. That's just a fun fact. Oh, my God. So it is unknown if there's any hallucinogenic effect on the reindeer. Right. But there are many firsthand accounts of herders, like, in that tribe, like, some of the tribes I was talking Mm -hmm. about, um, drinking the urine and having hallucinogenic effects. So it, like, comes out through their urine, and then the herders drink it, and they, like, drink. Yeah, it could also be that they're drinking fucking urine. I don't think so, though. They, like, hallucinate. And some people say that this could be where flying reindeer legends originate. Oh. Like, that reindeer can fly. 
But other people say no because it shows them, like, there's a lot of evidence. Like, people have thought that reindeer could fly for, like, a long time. Like, there's, like, ancient stones with it, like, etched into the stone that there are reindeer flying. Like, oh, in, that's like old, like, pictures. Yeah. So, they don't really know where that comes from, I don't think. It's just always been kind of, like, a thing. So, now we're going to talk about, like, how reindeer came to be associated with Christmas. Right. So... Like we already know, reindeer and winter go hand in hand, meaning reindeer and Christmas go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, this also has pagan roots, which we talked about last episode. <laughs> Everything has pagan roots. Yes. Um, in the Middle Ages, and they think in ancient, like, um, northern countries, like mm-hmm. Scandinavia, Norway, all those, they had reindeer in their climates. And so they just got tied into, like, the Christmas oh, yeah. time yeah. theme. Because they already had them, and they were, like, winter animals who, like, pulled sleighs and, like, whatever. Yeah. So, also in the Middle Ages, they have these little, like, ties. Mm -hmm. But nothing concretely ties Santa and Christmas to reindeer until the early early 1800s. Okay. Um, Which is where, like, a lot of this stuff comes from. So, I think that's just when Christmas started taking off, I think. Yeah. Because, like, every time we talk, it's, like, 18, early 1800s. We'll see on the timeline. We'll see you on the timeline. We'll see you on the timeline, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in 1821, a man in New York City named William Gilly wrote a children's story, which he says, Old Santa Claus, with much delight, his reindeer drives his this frosty night. So, that was the first time it was used in print. Okay. The connection was made in print. Gilly's mother was a Scandinavian immigrant who probably tied reindeer to her Christmas traditions back home. Right. So that's where he got it, probably. Okay. In 1822, one year later, a man named Clement Moore anonymously submits a poem to a newspaper called A Visit from St. Nicholas, Mm -hmm. which is now known as The Night Before Christmas. Oh. So that's that poem. In the poem, Moore writes that St. Nick and Santa Claus ride a mini sleigh, slash Santa Claus, because it changes. At first it's St. Nick, now we know it as Santa Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah. Um... He rides a mini sleigh being driven by eight flying reindeer. So the, it's unclear if he had also made this connection on his own or, or if he read, he read the, the other yeah. book. I, that didn't say. Um, the poem became obviously extremely popular in America, thus cementing reindeer even further into Christmas lore. So this kind of like cements it. Like reindeer drive Santa's sleigh. Cool. Yes. Um, so, and this is also where the eight original reindeer are named. So, oh, really? Dancer, yeah. Prancer, Donner, Vixen, he just, Comet, Cupid, Blitzen, whatever. Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Yeah, Comet's also a boy. Yeah, Comet for sure. <laughs> I'm fucking gendering the reindeer. Yeah. Sorry. The reindeer can be any gender that they yeah. want. Yeah. The reindeer, reindeer. Leave it alone. <laughs> now we have the most famous reindeer. Let's talk about Rudolph. Yes. 1939. We're jumping 100 years. Oh, wow. Which okay. is a lot. I didn't expect that. I thought yeah. it all kind of came together at the same time. Yeah. We're in Chicago, Illinois. During this time period, it is very common for department stores to create and distribute free holiday coloring books for kids. That's, mm. like, part of their stick. Mm-hmm. I feel like department stores had such, like, a hold on society in those times. Like, yes. That's Macy's where you got everything. And, yeah. yeah. That was everyone's life centered around department stores, yeah. I think. Um, a man named Robert L. May was tasked with creating the holiday coloring book for an Illinois-based department store named Montgomery Ward. I've never heard of it. It closed okay. in 2001. Okay. He actually had had a really rough year. Um, His wife had passed from cancer in 1939, Mm -hmm. and she left behind a daughter Mm -hmm. that they had together. 
And she was, the daughter was young, like a baby, I think. Yeah. Um, and he was in debt from her medical bill. So he was trying to figure out how to raise his kid, like alone, like mm-hmm. a new baby, like, and he also was in debt. And he was just a copywriter in Chicago for this okay. company. So despite that, he was tasked with create the holiday book. He created it. And in it, he included a poem with the same meter as A Visit from St. Nicholas. So it was already like yeah. a popular type of poem, um, which was still widely popular at the time, about a reindeer with a red nose named Rudolph. He got the story, or he thought of the story, because he had been bullied in school, and he wanted to teach kids that if you're bullied, like, that doesn't mean you're not, like, a worthy member of the team. Oh, my God, team, I'm going to cry. That, like, you are not worthy, you know? No, like, I'm going to cry. Yeah. That's so sweet. And, like, overcoming bullying. So that year, 2.4 million copies of the booklet were distributed. Oh, my God. And by 1946, I think they just kept using it because um, everyone loved it. 3.6 million copies had been given out. Oh. So the he story. Got out of debt. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so just keep listening. Oh. The story ends up blowing up. Everyone loves it. And in 1946, the president of Montgomery Ward signed the rights over to May so that he could profit off of it. Because he had just gotten paid for the original story. Yeah. And so he hadn't made any money off of it. And then they signed the rights over to him so that he could, like, profit off of his work. That is so sweet. Yes. And it's also interesting because that's a big problem today in society when people make work and then they're not, it's not theirs. Yeah. Right. Because they don't own it because they're working for, like, these large tech corporations. Anyway. I the media, media of this. Yeah. Sydney's not making any money. She's in five years, we're going to be having this fucking argument. (laughs) Yeah. No, we're not. Um, in 1939, May's brother-in-law, I don't know if it was the sister's brother or if okay. it was on the other side, but he wrote the classic song we all know and love, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And in 1964, the, um, the stop-motion Rudolph movie was released officially, putting Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer into Christmas traditions. So... Oh, my God. Sorry. This is the original print. Cute. And that's the stop-motion. I love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the movie. It's yes. such a cute little We're going to have to watch that one this year. Yeah. And it's a really good story. And I just love reindeer. They're so cute. And they have, they're perfect for Santa. Yeah. Can you imagine doing a stop motion movie? No. Dude. I cannot imagine it. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was so sweet. And I love you, Rudolph. Me too. I love reindeer. <laughs> I want to like buy a reindeer now. Okay. Yeah. We should um, get one reindeer. Yeah. Just send us one reindeer, someone. Yeah. A reindeer baby in a um, crate. But make <laughs> a sure little that it's, crib. Make sure that, oh, a crib. A little pack and play for the reindeer. Uh, I would like to hold a baby reindeer. I feel like it's too big to hold, but. I would like to hang on. To- I would like to look at one. I would like to give them, like, whatever they like, get. Like the um, pretend ice cream cones at the zoo. Yeah. I would like to do that with them. Yeah. If you have a place where... I've for sure seen a domesticated reindeer because I feel like they bring them to shit. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, I've for sure seen this. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go to, like, um, Russia and see one. That I would not like I to wouldn't do like that. to really go to... Never mind. Uh, maybe not. Okay. I'd like to maybe see a video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's fucking All match. All right. All right. We got to wrap this up. Uh, Emily, do you want to go match? Yeah, let's match. Hey, guys. We're back. It's your favorite sisters. It's Sydney and Emily. We're from Wanna Match Podcast, a podcast where two sisters, <laughs> two best friends, Emily and Sydney, come together each week, match 
and try to explain topically previously researched. Why does she even need me? <laughs> I just, oh, my shit is still up on the thing, bro. God damn it, Sydney. <laughs> it's okay. It'll take me six seconds. I actually think I know where I'm looking this time, but you know how I feel about <laughs> okay. this. Okay. She's just trying to get a quesadilla. Don't look at that. Did you see the top one? No. You didn't? I can't read it. Okay. Don't. I just can't read. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. You're good now. It's one of the other one I'm working on. Oh. This is this is today's, though. Cinder Claus. Cinder. Oh, fuck. Claus. <sighs> Honestly, I don't really remember what this is. Perfect. All right. What the fuck is Cinder Claus, yeah, sister? Yeah, what is it? Cinder Claus is a legendary... Oh, sorry. My food order. <laughs> Cinder Claus is a legendary figure based on St. Nicholas in Dutch heritage. Okay. They thought of this as the patron saint for children. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Just thought you would want to know. Okay. Um. So he's depicted as an older man. Looks kind of like Santa. That beard is kind of it. Yeah. It's like layered. <laughs> yeah. That might be time to retire that one. Joe... Go check out the show notes. Yes, for sure. Um, so he's depicted as an older man with a white long beard um, in like a red bishop's uniform. Or uniform. Yeah. Garb. Uh, uh, get up. <laughs> Fit. Drip. <laughs> yeah. Um, so whatever word you want to use, he looks like a bishop. Um, and he's riding a white horse. Okay. I know. Kind of scary. Um, we're gonna get into a little bit of a race topic today. Oh, and I maybe should have prepared you during the match, but it's okay. I didn't. We're just gonna be delicate as we always try. Yes, to be. and respectful. I feel like we've navigated those situations well so far. Yeah. Let us know if you're not feeling that yeah, if way. You're pissed at us. <laughs> tell us. Yeah, know. but just know that we're trying our best. Yes. Um. So Amerigo, Amerigo, like a merry-go-round. Oh. It's spelled like America, Ameri, okay. and then go. And it's one oh. word. Amerigo, a horse um, that Santa Claus used to ride in to town um, in. Is that your computer? I don't hear anything. Oh, perfect. It's just me. Um, <laughs> um, he died in 2019. So I think this, this picture, horse? Yeah. Died in 2019. And so he was re- replaced with. Uh, another white horse cal- called Oh So Snell, um, which translates to Oh So Fast. Oh, cute! <laughs> I love horse names; they're so long. <laughs> I know they're like multiple words. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, Oh So Fast, the horse. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and he carries a big red book where he writes whether children are good or bad. And it's weird to me how interlaced Saint Nick and Santa Claus are. We yeah. talked about this a little last episode, but I like don't understand it. Yeah, me like, either. Who is who? Yeah, and, like, clearly, yeah. There are a lot of points in my, I think for a lot of my childhood and up until probably this year, I thought that St. Nick and Santa Claus were the same person, but they're not? In a lot of, like, European cultures, for sure they're not. Right, but here, I feel like they kind of are interchangeable. Yeah. Like, I literally thought they were the same person. I thought that St. Nick was just, like, a pre-Santa. And it also, I think, has to do with, like, the poems that we, like... A old, lot of the poems are interchangeable. Right. Yeah. And they're talking about Santa. In that song, they say Santa Claus and St. Nick. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Let's talk. 
Let's talk about this. Can we just talk? <laughs> yeah, let's just talk. Khalid. Um, <laughs> Khalid stands here. I love Khalid. It's a Khalid and Hunter Hayes stand, stand account. account. Yeah. Khalid has been my Spotify top wrapped top artist for the last three years in a row. Khalid, please, we would love to have one circle with you. Yeah, please match with us. He, <laughs> he matches. I know he does. So. <laughs> okay. Um, I follow him on Twitter. So, the legend of Sinterklaas. Nicholas Sinterklaas was just a normal person in a normal town, and he found um, three boys who had been cut up and salted, remember? Oh, now I remember. These fucking, they pickled them. Yeah. Um, Which I meant to make a you can pickle that joke from Portlandia, but I knew you wouldn't get it, but anybody out there, you can pickle that. Portlandia fans, great <laughs> show. Watch everyone should watch Portlandia. Um, so legend says that the person that had done it, the the butcher, the bad guy, um, in one of my in one of the things it said innkeeper. Oh, I decided butcher. <laughs> um, <laughs> said that if Nicholas could find a good piece of every boy, so like a a nice chunk. No, no, that's <laughs> what I thought too when I first read it. But like uh like a little bit of good. Oh. And when I read that, I was like, that's so gross. <laughs> like, a, just a nice, a nice chunk. big, big portion. Yeah. No, it's talking about, like, everyone has good inside of them. And yes. You just have to find it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was, like, a little dramatic, but eventually it became known as, like, you have to be good this year because if, like, if something happens, St. Nick will They're be They're going to fucking pickle you. Well, no, but, like, St. Nick has to be able to find the good in you. Oh. So, St. Nick was finding the good in kids. Yeah, okay. Um... So, yeah, a little dramatic. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the part that gets a little bit sensitive. Um, there's this, he also travels, like, um, Senior Claus travels with, um, I just use St. Nick and Senior Claus interchangeably because they are. Yeah. Um, but um, he travels with someone named Zuarte Pete. Okay. And Zuarte Pete translates to Black Pete. Oh. And, um... In American festivals, they call him Grumpus. Oh. I know. Very sad. But, um, so, a little bit of an ick fact here. Um, in a lot of European places, at least in Dutch, like, those with concentrated Dutch heritage or, like, the Netherlands, like we were talking about, um, they depict Black Pete as a person in blackface. Oh. Still. Wait, I feel like I've seen this. Yeah. So let me show you. I literally feel like I've seen this. And like Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh no. Okay, it's fine. Um That's like really bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Go look at the show notes, you guys will understand what I'm talking about. But it's really bad. When I see someone in blackface, it's probably like makes me the most uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, it's like the most uncomfortable you can make me by viewing an image. Like it's very it's, bad, hard it's, for me to look at it. Yeah, it is really hard to look at. Here we don't have to look at it. Yeah. Um, but it like it's a little bit nauseating because it's like very clear that they're all like celebrating a very capitalistic holiday. Yeah. And like and doing black. So things. yeah. So let me just tell you a little bit like historically yeah. how that could be accurate and that this person, not the blackface, but that this person. Or, like, this, um, Sinterklaas is this person, um, when they were making up these, like, I don't want to say making up because it's, like, (laughs) it's religious. Okay, so, historically, it could be accurate because, 
Um, just cut everything I just said in the beginning. Great. Up to this yep. part. Um, so historically, it could be accurate because colonialism, like the Moors, um, invaded Europe and they took and they like abducted slaves and sold them in, and like trafficked them into slavery. So it could have been historically accurate that Santa Claus had a slave. And at that point, when they were writing, like you know, the early literature of this, that um, this Zorte Pete was supposed to be, like, Sinterklaas, um, slave. slave. Now... But does that mean that we have to celebrate that? Why no. don't we just change it? So now... So, th- okay, so <laughs> I literally go into this in detail. So now... Like, that just doesn't... We don't... That's like when people in America have those, like, Black Betty dolls. Yeah, or it's like, like why? Like I get that it's like historical, but sometimes history is bad. Yeah, why and, do we or need like to Confederate like, flags? Yeah, that's like yeah. I'm just saying is like a character. Yes, like, they'll have them in the like kitchens and shit. Like that yeah. to me is so. And they're always like, it's just like family heritage. Yeah, like, it's, it's just not. history. <laughs> like no, you're just being racist. Yeah, like so we don't need to add that part of the history. So in. let me tell you about how this history has changed because people are starting to find it obviously like much more like not okay. Yeah. Um. So, this character um, carries around, like, in the celebration, um, their role, they carry around bags of uh, candy, and they throw it to children. They were also the ones that, like, carried, when kids were bad, um, Sinterklaas would take them away. And, like, he, and this character, I don't even want to say Zwarte Pete. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like, Grumpus? Yeah, like, Grumpus was known um, to, like, carry them away in a sack. Oh. So, like, but that was, like, kind of an ode to, like, if you're bad, we're going to sell you into slavery. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So, um. That's, like, really bad. Yeah. Um, but he also carries a chimney sweep that he would use to spank the kids first. So, here's, um. So, they have completely, like, this was, they've completely gotten away of that narrative of, like, bad kids are gonna go with grumpus because like we said in like the last episode um if you don't include that part in your child's early media like you know um that that's okay and their progressive media and dutch cultures have like completely left that part out yeah good. yeah so it's just like he is actually just like a very he's like a good character now and he is like bringing candy and he like is an integral part of all of what Saint and they Nick don't does. do blackface anymore. Um, some cultures still do. I don't like that either way. I know. It doesn't know. matter if they're good or not. No, no. Why can't they just no. find someone who is black to do it? No, no, no. So, um, so some cultures do still do it, but I'm not. I'm not just fine. The cultures doing it. I'm right. I'm saying I know that I not. have more. I, I have not. more. That just really surprises me. I know. I have more information about the blackface. Okay. Um, that's kind of changed as well. So, so now he's depicted as like an actual integral part. So they don't even like think of it him as like they don't write literature anymore where this person is his assistant or his servant or whatever. Like he is his like equal. Like he's, okay. So it's not even like Santa to an it's elf. Like Santa and Grumpus. Yeah. Like, like it's not buddies. Just Santa. Yeah. 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 Like obviously it's Santa. Like, Freeze miser and heat miser. Yeah, so yeah. obviously Santa has a little bit more importance. I mean, he rides a fucking thing. Right. And this guy carries Batman a Batman and Robin. But, like, yes, yes, exactly. Batman and yeah. Robin. He's, like, 
people like want to celebrate him too and like dress up like him like right. they dress up. okay so that's why they do it I believe I mean I'm I would never do it in a culture but like I uh, yeah I believe. that doesn't really fly with me still I don't think well Sydney <laughs> duh I'm saying that I know that's how you feel as well I just need to make that clear for everyone that <laughs> okay. I'm like we're talking in this hypothetical like it's still okay I don't think it's still okay no, I don't is think what it's... I, right, I don't think you do either. I just want to make that clear for everyone. I'm just getting, like, paranoid. No, 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 don't get paranoid. We're going to have to cut out, like, a big part of this anyway. Yeah. Okay, what I'm saying is... Okay, just, like, like pause okay, for this, a second. No, I want to say this part on the thing. I want to say that it's hard, I think, for us be talking about stuff like this because we are under the influence and... I don't ever want to, like, make light or, like, make a joke out of something like this. And, like, in the last one, we had, like, a big talk after. Like, we should have done it on the recording, but we didn't. About how, like, I was a little uncomfortable with some of the stuff we talked about. And I think it's just hard because these are, like, historical things that we don't always know are going to be in our research until it happens. Mm -hmm. And I think leaving it out does a disservice to the the integrity of of the research. And... Leaving it out just minimizes it. Yeah. Like, and we I, can't leave it out, but also, like, we don't want to seem like we're making light of a situation because we're under the influence and this is a common right, thing. Yes. So it's like we, we we are always just in struggle to find that balance. Yes. This will have to go at the beginning because I think that was really well said. Thank you. Um, so what I'm saying... Um, okay, so in recent, like, progressive media, obviously, they have started to realize, and as I think that... I would say as they become more, um, like, we've all connected more with technology, and this has become more of, like, a, like, we know about it, like, two American girls now know about it. Right. Um, and yeah, I had seen no this. idea yes. that. And they've seen this. Obviously, people have raised, like, this is absolutely not okay. Yeah. Like, you, even in, even in a festival, even if this, this character was a black person, you literally cannot do that. I think also, like... There is something to say about, like, knowing something. Like, if you are in a society where literally everyone does this every single year, you might not find it racist. Right. Oh, yeah. it is, in fact, racist. Yes. And And sometimes it does take you to, like, someone to tell you that something's not okay for you to realize that it's not when you grow up in an isolated area. Yeah, and that goes for a lot of things. Like, if if you grow up... um, like, we live in an area where it's very, very, very white, and we are both very, very white, yeah. and sometimes, like, you don't you need understand to be the nuance yeah. of race and race issues unless you are taught about them, because yeah. it's not in your face yeah. in this area. Oh, yeah, well. absolutely not. And we will never, ever have to or experience what it's like to have a different color of skin. Right. So we don't so. get that firsthand experience either. Yes, so but it's that's not making for, it not okay to be uneducated. Right. It's so it's important for us as white women to seek that information and listen. Yes. Go off, sisters. And respect. Um people. but so they've done surveys since then. So like okay. of like people and um is this okay? Like should we be celebrating this person? Should we like start leaving him out of literature? Right. And at first in as far as 2013, which is a little too late to me. That's almost 10 years ago. That's oh, eight yeah. years ago. I guess. It's but, closer to 10 than it is Okay, to, but they were saying that oh, like oh, about 90% had no problem with people dressing up as this person. They had no problem with the blackface, and um, they didn't see that the story, like, 
was um, you could draw parallels to racism and like that's, slavery. That's initial, 2013. That's the people who do. Yes, the okay. people celebrating this thing. That's in 2013. So, is there an updated statistic? Um, by 2020. Yes, perfect. Less than half of um, people think that Zwarte Pete should be depicted in blackface or of any lesser importance than um, Cedar Claus. So they don't want him to dress up in blackface, and they think that they're just kind of like like a head elf sort of situation. Batman and yeah. Robin was a good thing. And like we shouldn't think we shouldn't depict him as somebody that's doing his biddings. Right. Um, especially if historically this would have been a person of color. Right. Um so now they think that this all stems back to um because he was carrying a chimney sweep broom, they think that originally when this person was maybe created or religiously or whatever um they think that it was intended to be a chimney sweep and people have just like created it into like a false narrative of yes, it being about racism about well not a, a false narrative or a blackface yeah but yeah like creating blackface when this it's person really could have just been a, a, a chimney sweep so now they just do soot like it's a chimney sweep yeah. and they dress like a chimney sweep okay so, um, and that's a lot of American, um, people who celebrate them in, like, highly Dutch areas. Um, like, we'll talk about, there's this place called Hudson Valley, um, New York, and they do a Sinterklaas festival every year. Um, and they only do, like, they dress, like, chimney sweeps and do, um, soot, on, like, just soot on their nose. If yeah. they even do it at all. That's, like, a nice spin on it. Yeah. Yeah, so it could have, like, obviously we were not around even if this person was ever depicted on a real person, Mm -hmm. but, or, like, based on a true story, but, and I'm, like, definitely questioning faith right now, but, um, and some people's faith that are listening to you, but I'm saying, like, if this person was ever a real person, then, um... We don't know if it was actually a person that was trafficked or... Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's better probably to go with the nicer narrative. In this. Right. Like we should just everyone, yes. and that's the one match take on that. Yeah. Um, like, like either way, this is what it, it like. It should either be. way, no matter what, it's he's a fucking chimney chimney sweep. sweep. Right. He's a chimney sweep, and he doesn't even need to have some. He cleaned right. up before he came. Um. So, Cinder Claus, like I said. He actually arrives by steamboat, then rides around on this fucking thing. Yeah, I thought he... I had read in my fucking other research that he had a steamboat. Yeah, so steamboat to the Wait, port. did you tell me that yesterday? Yes. <laughs> so my research was listening to the yes. last episode. Yeah, your research was mine. But that's <laughs> fine. Um, I was I was wondering. I was like, really? Ed? In my own research that yeah. you told me in an episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The oh, your shit's guy. here. Okay. Hello? Damn, that was quick. Awesome. You can just leave it right on the porch. Thank you so much. Are you going to go get it? No, I'm going to finish this really quick. Okay, because we're almost done. Okay, okay we're going to wrap this up really quick because Emily's Leave concerned. that whole thing. Yeah, really. <laughs> we live at... Bah, bah, bah. Um, okay. <laughs> Y'all, make sure you can't hear our address, But in but. places where there's no port... Okay, so he can't arrive by steamboat. Yeah. Um, 
he he was coming from Spain. That's like what the legend says, and that's like where they would take the bad kids back to because that and that historically tracks because they were, yeah, like colonizing Spain as well. Um, uh, where there's no port, um, he arrives by horse, donkey, train, carriage, or a fire truck. Oh, a fire truck. <laughs> I love that. No, Santa I Claus and a fire truck. And then he gets on this fucking horse. <laughs> this white-ass horse. So, um, obviously, he does the St. Nick's festivities, and he has his little buddy with him that does it, too. And um, they do, like, more, like, people who... Oh, their toy. Cute. Um, so... Sometimes during St. Nick's Day, they always also celebrate this um, this character, and he leaves around like bags of presents. Like, his, like yeah, isn't that cute? Um, so again, um, or they give out coal or twigs <laughs> to people who are bad, and then um, twigs, little twigs. <laughs> Um, if you do that to your kid, have you ever done that to your kid? Do you ever get cold? Well, I don't have a kid. No, I know, but not <laughs> you, but, like, I'm asking no. the podcast, and then you, you never had cold, me either. I got, like, candy cold. Yeah, like, it was a fun, like, like ha, ha, you got, got cold. Yeah. yeah, no, but I was a really, really good kid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and also, like, it's fake, so my parents weren't ever going to get me cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, that but, would be, like, brutal. <laughs> but, like I said, there's one in Hudson Valley, New York, where kids um, go through this parade of lights. Oh. And fun. they carry around these little scepters because they're being named, like, king and queens of the light parade. And they're the bearers of peace of the year. And then they have to... Um, tie three wishes on their little things. Um, one for family, one for community, and one for the world. Oh, wow. And then um, they also do, like, they honor an animal every year, and they also, like I said, have this, like, I don't want to say, they have this grumpus character. Um, and they have cookie trees, because cookies are actually Dutch. Oh, and, like, shit. Yeah. And um, they have performers, and, like, fire things and stuff like that so isn't that so cute Seems yeah also like festival of the lights that like connects to mine yesterday yeah saturnalia yeah basically and the festival of the lights that's and so interesting paganism yeah dude so very cute yeah that was cute Santa Claus, and we had a, a nice discussion in there yeah that was great you that know so yeah let us know have you heard about Santa Claus? i feel like um Santa Claus was actually in an SNL skit with Taylor Lautner. Santa Claus. Oh, down. yeah. Remember? I do remember that. Big Taylor Lautner fans. Yeah, huge Taylor Lautner fans. Go Twilight. All right, my food's here. Yeah, okay, bye. We gotta bye. go. Love you, love, love you. you. Go bye. follow the things and the rain. Come back tomorrow for another yeah, episode. Yeah, bye. Love you, Poppies. Bye. bye.